Hi friends, Brooke Boone here, and I have the privilege and honor of speaking with a dear friend of mine and a friend of the ministries, Tyler Johnson, uh, for this series of Going Deeper deeper podcasts. Um, We're going to be talking primarily about original design and then a little bit on servant leadership, but I have a feeling that our conversations will go off track quite a bit because that's the most fun thing about Tyler Johnson, is that one thought, one statement leads to a million thoughts and a million statements. So I'm excited to have you with us, and um, we'll look forward to exploring these podcasts together as we go along in the next couple of months. So thanks for being here, and let's get started. Hi, Brooke again, back with Tyler Johnson. Thank you for being here. Great to be here. Thank you. Uh, John 5, the story of Jesus going to the healing pools. And there's a man who he encounters who's been paralyzed, crippled, sick for 38 years. And he looks at the man and he says the first thing out of his mouth, do you want to get well? Tell me about that statement. Why is that the first question? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it gets to the heart of the reality of what stands in between us and getting well is us. It's never God. God may be on a timing difference, but the question of is he wanting, able, and ready to move into us to make us well is a resounding yes. The question is, are we ready to get well? Mm-hmm. And so the way in which you talk about sin so often broken people in holy yoga, sin is disintegration, uh, sin is disruption. I like the phrase sin as invader ultimately mm-hmm. is that it's invading on something good that God's made, but it's ultimately wrapping our identities around something that's really making us sick. Yep. That's what it is. So it's a false identity. Yes. And when Jesus encounters this man, he knows the reality of even though the man's deepest aspiration is to cry out to be well, the question of do you really want to be well is a revelation of you've now so wrapped your identity around this that the disruption in a positive way disruption it comes from healing because i've very much cemented myself in the identity of being a paralytic or of being an abuser or being the abused or being whatever that it's so much my identity that now healing is terrifying this and primarily it's terrifying because of the unknown that the moment you say yes i really do want to get well the reality of, but I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that looks like. I haven't, is faith. The faith is the moment of going, God, I trust you, come what may. Mm-hmm. And this sense of even the statement, yes, I want to get well. He responds to Jesus in that moment, yes, I really do want to get well. I think those are the moments where Jesus says your faith has healed you, is the moments these people go, I'm just going to reach out to touch you, or I'm going to get on the mat and have them lower me down, even though going, if I get touched and healed, I have no idea what life looks Mm. like healed, Mm -hmm. um, is an aspect of faith. And that's why Jesus gives such a resounding affirmation to those who are willing to do it, because Mm. he knows there's a cost in saying, I'm all in. Like, Mm. even though I don't know what the next step looks like, I don't know what the next five minutes look like. If this actually, if I actually get my wish let's say prayer granted i don't know what's there and when you don't know what's there that's the moment jesus goes your faith has made you well 
mm-hmm. um, is this sense of I really I really don't know what's around the next corner. Mm-hmm. And yet, if I stayed in my nature as a paralytic, or I stayed wherever it is we are, we can be quite comfortable there because we know. Well, it's dangerously. Uh, it's dangerous how well we know it <laughs> and how committed we are. You know what I'm saying? How committed. And I do believe because we are a holistic creation, heart, soul, mind, and strength, that we have systems in our body that solidified story. We, our minds, our thoughts, they solidify synapses in our brain, which anchor ourselves to what we believe to be true. I mean, we are wired to believe and worship in something. And so what's interesting about um, what you're talking about is we have big T and little t truths. Like this man was a paralytic. He had never walked. He had been crippled for 38 years. Undoubtedly, no question atrophy had set in. We have no idea the degree of this paralytic and all that came with it right? All of his status. I mean, everything is wrapped around it. But when the Lord comes and confronts it, he replaces the little T, the truth of your experience with the big T of I am Christ. I am the one who has capacity to give you this thing. But making that switch, your entire identity. And I firmly believe just from a somatic experience that our body does not forget trauma. We are constantly invaded with trauma. So even the shift from letting go of the little T, if we've built our house on something, even if it's sand and it moves, it's disorienting. It is that moment of faith to go, okay, it will shift. I'm being rebuilt. He is my cornerstone. I have no idea how to get there. My body has no, my mind has no reclamation. I have no DNA for what I'm asking for. And then to realize that that whole Isaiah 61 thing, when Jesus goes back to restore the ancient ruins, amen. Like it's the, it's all of it. And we go, oh, but then when he starts to move out of it, we like the darkness. We go, yeah, you can come sit with me in the darkness. And he goes, well, we're moving to a promised land that I want you to possess, but you got to let me heal all of these things. So um, do you want to get well? What a loaded question. You're like, thanks, Jesus, for showing up on the scene with that one, right? Because I don't know. I think an honest response to the question when Jesus asks you, do you want to get well, is if you're honest, I don't know. Yeah. I think so. And it's a huge revelation of do I really think you're good and you're going to make me well? Right. And do I believe God's definition of well is good? which really is is the reality of going, it could be dark, but if I believe he's good, like the one that's going to take my hand and lead me out, it's like, you're there, I'm going. Um, and I think that's even, you know, Peter, when all of these people leave after Jesus' teaching, and Jesus' statement is like, are you going to go as well? Well, where else would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Mm-hmm. The moment of when you believe that, but the, the hesitation... And too often, the rejection rather than the receptivity is fundamentally at the heart of, I don't think I trust God, like really to be good. And that's a, and these things are way more complex than the words we could even say on a podcast. It's, this stuff's hard because of what you said. These things absolutely settle like concrete in us and it is physiological. It's not just a spiritual decision. These things are really hard. And I think that's why Paul says you got to work out your salvation with fear and trembling is 
you're working with God as God works in you to willing to work for his good pleasures right in that same passage. It's the, kind of the, the weaving together of those two things of God's doing the work in you that you've got to work along with him, not because he's not powerful to do it, but because of the way he wired us and how he makes us. So when you say, yes, I want to get well, this is one of my favorite statements about prayer is anytime you pray for something, God will almost 100% of the time use you as a means to answer your prayer. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> I don't like that. I'm used for everything, Lord. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, so good. All right. Well, stay tuned. Uh, we've got more coming for you uh, tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Tyler. Great. Yes.